welcome to a special episode of the Simpleton Podcast. I'm Clark Massey. I'm here in Kansas City. Laura Heeman is not with me today. Um, we're going to do a little bit of um, asking for some feedback and also tell you where we think the podcast is going over the next few episodes and kind of foreshadowing why we're going in the direction we're going. So if you've enjoyed the first So Many Podcasts or wherever you are in watching our podcast, please give us some feedback. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. Please tell us um, who you are. Are you a stay-at-home mom? Are you a dad staying up too late? Are you a college student? Are you a high school student? Um, just where you are in life. Are you retired? Um, just so we can kind of know who's watching, what our audience is, and um, if we're hitting anything right. So um, hopefully if you're watching this, it means that you are at least a little bit interested in the Simpleton podcast. Where we're getting ready to go is Laura and I have been friends for 20 years, and during that time, um, the the abuse scandals within the church have just unfolded, starting in 2001 with the Boston um, Globe articles, all the way down to the Pennsylvania articles that were more recent. And Laura and I kind of have a, a weird situation in that, like me personally, the the bishops I've been under were um, Theodore McCarrick and then Cardinal Whirl and then Bishop Finn, and Laura even met Cardinal Law of Boston uh, while he was kind of in exile in Italy. So in a way, like, we've met and interacted with all four of the main bishops who got in trouble, you know? And they're very different, and they kind of got in different levels of trouble, and I, we don't want to lump them all together in that. But the point is... Um, this has affected us a lot at Simple House, and um, it's also something we talk a lot about. We also talked about it because we've also come into contact with religious orders, like um, the Legionnaires, the Institute Incarnate Word, uh, Larsh, who kind of had their own scandals that need uh, reviewed. And I think we wanted to talk about it openly for a couple reasons. One reason is a lot of the ways that the church addresses this just does not suit me as an audience. It's not something I needed to hear because it's like, I'm not a victim. I'm also not a responsible. So it's like, there's a lot of apologies and there's also a lot of empathizing with victims. Um, and I'm kind of interested at a different level. I'm interested in what went wrong. What is the reform that's necessary is this reform something that's just relevant to our church or is it relevant to public schools? Is it relevant to institutions of all types? You know, um, is it an institutional problem that all types of institutions get into or did something special and particular about the Catholic church lead to this problem? I'm also not interested in, you know, spending podcasts, just hating the people who caused it or spinning podcasts, just like looking at the detailed reports of the abuse. I'm interested in knowing generally what it was, what were the factors that contributed? What is the good reform that could come out of it? How do we keep, do our part? I think one of the clear things that came out of this, that has been a hard lesson that I, I'm looking forward to kind of like discussing whether or not the church has come up with a good solution is what is the laity's role in addressing this, because there is a role. The Boston Globe was laity, and they're the ones who started bringing this stuff out, right? There's also been, you know, a lot of interest in not letting priests discipline priests or judge priests. Like there needs to be outsiders in that process, because that seems to be part of the problem. So we're going to discuss all that. And 
in Warren I's view, there's kind of like, we're thinking of it as like four phases. The first phase we're going to go over is the most recent things that have happened. We're going to go over the McCarrick report that was put out by the Vatican that, as far as I know, is the only document of its scale and type, which is like 400 plus pages on what do we know about Cardinal McCarrick? And then, more importantly, how did the church handle that information at every different moment as he like progressed through the episcopate? We're going to study that. Um We've both met McCarrick and been to, I've even went to him in 2001 when that scandal broke, he did Theology on Tap, and I went and listened to him try to explain the church scandal to people, not knowing that he was like, had a role in it, you know? Um, So we're going to discuss the McCarrick Report, which is the most recent piece that came out in fall of 2020. And then we're going to go all the way back to 2001, talk about the first wave we're then going to talk about kind of intermediate things that happened with the legionnaires, um, Institute and Cardinal Word, basically things that are kind of um, church entities that are not really the church. And then we're going to talk about um, the Pennsylvania um, reports and whether or not there's really anything new there and what we could learn from that. And all along the way, we're going to talk about the reforms, the way the seminaries were reformed. And another thing that you know, is interesting about our experience at Symbolos is we've been working with seminarians for this whole period. In fact, one of the seminaries we were working with no longer exists, and I think it partly exi- does not exist because of this. So we've just been, we've also both no victims. So we're interested. It's something that we are discussing, even if we weren't doing a podcast, <laughs> we've been discussing it for 20 years. And we just want to kind of make that discussion more public because I think it's an important discussion from an angle I'm not seeing it addressed as. The final issue that I think is weird is that if you are interested in Catholic evangelization missionary work, I feel like you need to understand this abuse scandal. You know a tree by its fruits, and many people, what they kind of know of the Catholic Church right now is the scandal. They don't understand the sacraments. They don't understand all the other theologies that you could introduce them to. They know that there is a very serious accusation that seems singular in nature against the Catholic Church. Now, whether or not any of that's true, that's what our goal is to dive into. But you, it's clearly relevant. And to go about your missionary work in evangelization and not know how to talk about it, not know how you feel about it, not know what you think the right reform was, not whether or not even if you believe in the current reform, that's important. And it's important for our work, and it's important for almost, I would think, any Catholic to just have faith again that the church is functioning at some reasonable level with regards to this. So anyway, God bless. Um, We're going to try to do it faithfully and also do it very honestly. Um, We're not going to try to look at bad things um, unnecessarily or too scandalously. We're also not going to try to whitewash anything, um, but we're also not going to shy away from looking at all the depths of the evil that has happened. Anyway, God bless and talk to you soon. 